0: welcome back everybody you're listening to the eft healing center online radio network tap into your fullest potential i'm your co-host scott Patton, along with the eft practitioner annabelle fisher hey annabelle how you doing today
1: i'm great thank you scott uh feeling feeling good it's been a while since you and i spoke but i'm moving forward into the new year now so happy new year to you by the way
0: happy new year <laughs> um, one of the things, as you know, and, and our listeners may not know, that I really enjoy is uh, an exercise program. thats It's yoga, but it's not just sort of your everyday, ordinary uh, yoga. It's called hot yoga. And we do it in a very, very unpleasant environment is really the only way that I can put it because it's very hot. It's not warm yoga, it's hot yoga and uh, of course they have all sorts of different reasons why they want to do it and everything else and I've noticed what I like about it is that the facilitator instructor I I guess you could call them a coach um, can continue not only just sets the pace and everything else but constantly says go a little higher go a little deeper push a little harder and the result is is that I get a far better uh, yoga workout than if I was by myself, and because I know that if I was by myself, I would, uh, you know, stretch only half as far down as I I do in my class. I <laughs> would put my arms, you know, a quarter as straight as I do in my class. I would probably breathe wrong. <laughs> Not uh, not as deeply uh, through my mouth, not my nose, um, and then instead of holding it for 30 seconds, probably 10, uh, <laughs> and instead of doing two, I would probably do one in a bit, uh, and and so and I've thought of that often uh, when I'm in the class, and afterwards I'm you know I'm exhausted, I'm you know tired and everything else, and it, and then by the next day I'm I just feel awesome, well even. You know, after I catch my breath, and an hour later, I'm regenerated and uh, and excited and happy and, and all the rest of it. And I've, but I've often thought of, you know, oh, I could get a DVD, uh, plug it in, and they would say, you know, do the downward dog or whatever, and and you I mean, <laughs> know, and I know with a sh- no shadow of a doubt that I would cheat I would uh, <laughs> you know or not it. eat
1: or maybe not do it at all just have uh, the DVD sitting on the shelf
0: <laughs> yeah or if it is going just watch it <laughs> you know, Yes. sit there and watch it oh this is really good <laughs> well, that's how you do that uh, and I guess you know the whole reason that I brought that story up is you know I think we can all think of times where we cut corners because we knew nobody was looking because we knew it was just us and uh, you know we, we would never do it if our boss was there or our partner was there or our workout buddy was there but you know we're doing it on our own and so in and uh, definitely not everybody like I know a lot of people that are tremendous self-starters and have no problem uh, you know going to the gym by themselves nobody else in the gym and they really work out hard and, the, and the whole, all the rest of it but I think that there is uh, a certain percentage of the population that kind of uh, knows what I'm talking about when I say that it's easier, uh, it's more effective, it's easier for me to slack off without somebody there telling me to work harder, go a little bit higher, do a little bit more, because I don't think, I think I'm doing all I can do. And then they say, you know, just another inch higher. Oh, I went another inch higher, right? Well, I
1: think uh, that is. Uh, really good points Scott and I also think as well with you going regularly for your uh, hot yoga sessions uh, not only is your instructor uh, encouraging you forward but he or she is also giving you support and uh, advice as well so or maybe you could do it this way or actually turn that way and you'll feel a lot more comfortable or whatever the situation is so if you were say to do it uh, with a DVD instruction then you may assume you're in the correct posture but in actual fact that is a a perhaps unhealthy posture in some way for your body whereas if you have an instructor looking at you seeing the way your body's moving then they can say hey lower your right hip there or extend your left leg or whatever it is and that gives you the support you need and of course most essentially encouragement uh, to keep moving forward and pushing yourself a little bit more
0: that exactly has happened, uh, Annabelle. We, I was doing one where I put my arms over my head and then we just basically stand on one leg and, and it's like turning, like a teeter-totter and we, then we go parallel to the, to the ground. And I, I think I was probably at a 45 degree angle and the instructor came and he put his arm out and he says, come down to here, which was like three feet. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going very far, right? And so I went down and he says, "Yeah, that's it." And so then I had a feeling of where it was, right? And not only that because he was he had his arm there. It was a little bit of a support, but I wasn't putting my weight on his arm. Like he wasn't holding me up, right? And then he took his arm away and then I held that position and it was like, "Oh, okay, so that's what it is." And I probably would never have have gotten there if he hadn't just done that one simple sort of thing and i often think that uh, i'm in a position and because some of these positions are scary <laughs> for a fellow you know my age who has never done yoga before i've been doing it for a couple of years now but you know the previous 40 odd years had never even thought of it and uh And I thought, there's no way I'm ever going to be able to do that. But by doing it on a consistent basis, by practicing and by getting that feedback and the instructions, I'm absolutely amazing myself at at what I've been accomplishing. And that's one of the things that I, to be quite honest, struggle with. I think that if I don't know how to do it now, there's really nobody that's going to be able to tell me anything that's going to help me get over this hump to be able to do it competently. And of course, what invariably happens is, you know, somebody who has a lot of experience in that, whatever the problem issue is, uh, says, oh, just do this and this and this, it's a simple thing. And of course it is, and I'm away to the races and I'm at a a new level. And I think sometimes when we talk to people about EFT and and tapping and everything else, they, that, that sort of same thing happens as well, you know, I don't really believe I can do it. And when, But I think that when you work with somebody who's an expert in EFT, all of a sudden they see all these little things that I don't see and they point them out. And the next thing you know, I have massive breakthroughs uh, at a far, far quicker, uh, far deeper levels than I would if I was just kind of doing it ourselves. And that's, you know, we've talked about this before. One of the dangers of doing the, these podcasts is that uh, they're helpful. They will help people, you know, if you do the exercise and everything else. But there's nothing like working with somebody who is a master practitioner at EFT because they know uh, they know what hap- what they learned from doing it, for like for 10,000 hours, or you know, to the point where they are, are actual masters. That, we can't you know someone like myself who hasn't done it that long can't really even conceive, and that's one of the things that I wanted to talk a little bit about today is the importance of you know working with somebody who is you know good at what they do to in order for us to accelerate our development. <laughs>
1: Thanks, Scott. I mean, this is something I feel very passionately about because there are lots of ways that people can learn EFT nowadays. I mean, the Internet is a wealth of information. There's YouTube, there's podcasts, uh, there's all sorts of DVDs that we can buy and CDs. But I I am very firmly of the belief that nothing beats working with a practitioner. Um, And just the way that you were describing with your, your own experience and joy of using hot yoga uh, that you you you're encouraged, you're supported, and you're given um, ideas and ways to move forward that perhaps you may not be aware of yourself. Um, and I think uh, a lot of people, when they first uh, contact me, uh, say, oh, I've, I've done a, a lot of tapping, um, I followed some YouTube videos, or uh, I was listening to a telesummit or something like that, or now I'm, I'm doing EFT on myself, and I'm just not getting the results. I mean, I've had two uh, two occasions, uh, experiences rather, of that only today, just before you and I spoke. Wow. Uh, what well, one of my new clients, um, this was our third session together, uh, she, uh, she's in Switzerland, and she said to me today over Skype, Uh, this is such tremendous work that I'm doing with you, there is absolutely no way that I could personally, on my own, get to this deep level of healing and releasing. So she had uh, used EFT on herself in the past, but she'd come up uh, against a few blocks, and we were addressing things that she had worked on, but she obviously hadn't healed those things, because otherwise we wouldn't need to be working on them. So we are getting really powerful shifts together. I mean, the old adage is two heads are better than one. Um, And for me, I'm not in her situation. So I can look at it very objectively. I can see um, opportunities. I can see reasons or explanations. um, I can give insight um, that perhaps she can't see for herself that she's she can't she don't it's not possible for her to have that perspective because as i always say we we can't see the wood for the trees we're in it too deeply Um, And so in that case, uh, it's really, really beneficial to have somebody that's unrelated, who's disconnected from that experience, to, in a sense, oversee it and and look look at what could possibly be happening and and where that person could go. Um, And then I had a very uh, short session, one of my introductory 30-minute consultations, again over Skype. This was with a lady um, in Israel. Um, After that, and she said that she had been using EFT on herself um, and had made absolutely no progress. Um, And uh, that's possibly because she couldn't really get to the core issue. Uh, Perhaps her understanding of EFT wasn't complete, so she was being a little too general when she was tapping. She wasn't being specific enough. And uh, so in that case... So it,
0: she was doing the downward dog, but only slightly down, not all the way down, and then she wasn't <laughs> getting any of the benefit.
1: Exactly. That's right. There, there was no improvement there, no relief uh, or releasing going on. Uh, so yeah, she she was probably... Ta- well, I'm... I, can pretty much guarantee she was tapping in the right places, but the words were not meaningful because either they were too global or they weren't reaching the core issue, or maybe something that often happens is people flip flop, as I call it, from different aspects. So somebody starts tapping on feeling overwhelmed, um, and then the, as the overwhelm decreases as they tap, another emotion spikes up for. Example, example anger so then the overwhelm lessens, and they're feeling angry and so when they come to finish the tapping round and they assess how they're feeling in actual fact they're feeling exactly the same or possibly even worse but because they're not experienced enough they don't realize ah I'm not feeling any changes because I'm feeling angry rather than overwhelm they probably will think this hasn't made any difference at all I feel just as lousy Um, Whereas if somebody's working with a practitioner, the practitioner will be able to say, okay, well, hang on, because we started off with you feeling overwhelmed, we tapped, that has actually been now replaced by anger, so we need to address the anger now. And this is very common with EFT. I mean, most usually every client that I work with, we address an emotion, and uh, that uh, diminishes or goes completely, and another um, emotion will spike up. Uh, so we need to have some experience uh, with EFT to recognize that we're flip-flopping between emotions and maybe even different memories are coming up that we're, we're focusing on. So somebody may be working on a... Um, a memory from childhood, a specific, say, school memory, and as they tap, that's, that memory starts to ease and they feel more comfortable about it, but then another school memory pops up for them. So at the end of the tapping round, they think, oh, I feel just as terrible, I'm still frustrated. But if they're not frustrated by that original memory, they're frustrated now by a new memory.
0: So, yeah, so that's a real danger um... When you're doing it yourself, because if I'm in it, I can't, uh, I can't be as good an evaluator of what I've accomplished. He's like you, what you did is you reminded me of a story, which I was afraid I had forgotten uh, as I was about to speak, of this fellow who wanted to get fit, so he hired a personal trainer, and he said to the personal trainer, "I want to get fit. I want to get stronger, and." Uh, but I don't want. I, I I just want you to give me the weights and tell me what to do. I said, I don't want. I'm too busy. I don't want to pay any attention to what's going on. And just tell me what to do. I'll do it. So the the trainer said, no problem. You know. So they went into the gym. He gave him the weights. He did the curls. He did all the things that he did. And this went on for three months. And at the end of the three months, the uh, the uh, client said to the personal trainer, "I quit." And the trainer, you know, he'd been making such good progress. The trainer was just absolutely flabbergasted. And he says, well, I don't understand. Like, why would you quit now? Like, what's going on? It's as hard lifting those weights today as it was three months ago. We've made no progress and I just can't stand this any longer. (laughs) So then the personal trainer said, well, when we started, you were lifting 10-pound weights. And today you're lifting 40-pound weights. (laughs) so it doesn't get easier as you get stronger we add more weights right but because he wasn't paying any attention he didn't realize all he knew is he went in this guy gave him a bunch of weights and it didn't matter what how long he'd been doing it it was still as hard as it was when he first started
1: exactly so I mean that fits into what I was saying perfectly because if we're not really aware of the aspect that we're working on how can we know if we're making any improvement so if we flip flop between uh, I'll use the example again overwhelmed to anger we may feel um, as angry as we were feeling overwhelmed so it's easy to think I'm not making any progress again it's that case of uh, can't see the wood for the trees because the person in it so deep. And, and another reason that I think it's essential that people use an EFT practitioner is it's, uh, th- there is a, a c- concern or a resistance to getting in too deep. Uh, so as I say to my clients, we're really opening the can of worms now. And when we use EFT on ourselves, the, there is uh, that uh, possibility that we can just stop. Like, I, I don't like where this is going. My body's feeling very uncomfortable. All these memories are coming up that I feel uneasy about, and uh, I think I just stop now. Whereas when when somebody works with a practitioner, the practitioner can create a safe place, a supportive place, and can gently edge the person forward uh, using their specific techniques that they're trained in and using the skills that they have to bring out the information. I mean, EFT is a very gentle technique. There is no reason whatsoever for anyone to be re-traumatized as they're using EFT. And if somebody is masterful as an EFT practitioner, that won't happen anyway Uh, so uh at least with a practitioner they can encourage the person uh on from how they're feeling whereas as i say if somebody's doing it on themselves they'll just say i'm not opening that can of worms i feel unsafe
0: right right and yeah and and so and then they don't get the benefit of of what it's been
1: going on. No, and of course, they're kept in that energy as well. They're, they're, there's that uh, resistance, so th- they're stuck where they are, and they're feeling terrible because lots of things are coming up for them, but there's no way out, so to speak. And so, I mean, it, it's safer. I mean, I, I understand that. It's safer not to go there, wherever there is, uh, because going there is risky, and it, it, can, uh, it can bring up lots of emotions, and of course, the big thing is it can bring up change and you and I have done a number of podcasts on the, the power of the subconscious and how it likes to keep us protected and, and keep us now in in the now because it doesn't actually ultimately want us to change um, it wants to keep us safe here uh, so when somebody's doing EFT on themselves there can be a lot of fear that comes up. And the person might think, well, actually, maybe my life isn't so bad now and uh, I'm too scared of moving into that new job or new relationship or whatever the situation is. Uh, So um, I I I won't tap on this. I don't need to do this work. Uh, Whereas, again, with an experienced practitioner, they'll recognize that psychological reversal, that resistance to change, um, and they'll gently and easily apply EFT around that so that, in fact, the person can move forward. And in many cases, it can be surprisingly easy. It It doesn't have to be hard work. I think we fear hard work. Um, And uh, not so much recently, but when I first started out a number of people would say to me Oh my goodness, do I have to do that many sessions or I can't believe you're saying I need to do five sessions with you Whatever it is, and I think that's because people don't don't want to work hard at growing and healing for some reason Uh, I mean if I could um, if I could work with them for one session, uh, some people would be happy with that and, and feel like that was enough. So I think that could be another reason why some people may resist working with a practitioner because they feel like it might be too much hard work.
0: Right, right. And hmm, it's an interesting, uh, interesting way of putting it because we can do uh, less work and keep our problem or we can do you know tapping on the issues which which don't like if we have an issue and it's a really uh, one that upsets us and we're tapping on it the chances are we're not fainting you know gnashing our teeth bawling our eyes out. we're just tapping it and going through a process right so even when you say it's it's hard work it's it's actually the work that our subconscious doesn't want us to go and do because it could change us. It would consciously, we want to change this behavior so that we're better people. But our subconscious is going, well, I don't know what will happen when we do that. So let's just stay where we are. So then when I'm doing it myself and I'm doing the tapping, I'm not going to those deep places. I'm not cleaning out the issues so that my life doesn't change. And I'm pretty much, Stuck where uh, where I was.
1: Yeah, and what's that's a huge point, Scott, because a lot of people uh, may try EFT um, and do it for themselves, and maybe not get the results they're looking for um, because they're not going uh, well they're not getting to the core issue. Uh, so uh, they want they want to avoid the hard work, so to speak, and then they'll say, "Well, EFT doesn't work, so I'm not going to bother doing it." um i mean i know uh, gary craig the founder of eft has always maintained eft works there's no doubt about it it's just the way that we apply it uh so whether
0: or not we work
1: (laughs) yeah i mean if we're going uh to getting to the core issues if we're recognizing uh whether we're being specific or not uh if we recognize if we're flip-flopping between um aspects Uh, and so on. I mean, there's so many things to look out for when we're applying EFT. And uh, I think the irony is it is known as an incredibly easy technique. Uh, I was at an event uh, over the weekend, and one of the guys there um, said uh, 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 he uses bioenergy in his healing practice. And he said, oh, actually, I use EFT, too. Um, and I asked him, who had trained him, because I know a lot of the practitioners I- here um, in on the West Coast. And uh, he said, oh, nobody trained me. I just watched some DVDs, and now I work with my clients. And, I mean, EFT is so easy to learn that there are many people out there doing that, and that's fantastic. I I mean, I I support that, and I welcome it. Um, if If they're making a difference in people's lives and helping people move forward, I think that is fantastic. And there is so much more to EFT than simply watching a DVD and learning from it.
0: Right. Cool. Well, I th- I think it's really important that uh, people look at how deep they want to go, how far they want to go, and then decide how much of it is that they can do on their own and how much of it they really need help. And I know in my case, I'm you know very, very committed to being um, somewhat fitter than I am <laughs> right now. And I'm very, very clear that... If I do it by myself, I'm going to digress or regress and I'm not going to be moving forward. So uh, that's why I just, I went for help. And the help that I ended up uh, taking was the help that the people at Hot Yoga gave me uh, on that. And it's made an, a massive difference, you know, in the last couple of years. So much so that I'm I'm continuing on with it because I can see that the ongoing benefits, cardiovascularly, and on my waist, and you know, in my energy levels and my strength levels, is is well worth it. And it's opened up a whole new world for me because I had no idea of the the meditative aspects of it and the stress reliefing relieving aspects of it. And and, and, and on she goes, right? And I find that with the EFT, it's very much the same way. It's kind of, you can look at it and you can kind of do it in a very superficial way or you can say, you know what, it's time to get serious about this and, uh, and fix some of these problems or deal with some of these issues or take steps towards achieving the goals that I have and using this tool as a way to do that. And I think it's really important to, be honest with ourselves in terms of where we are going where we want to go and how we want to get there and as you're listening to this podcast uh, you know we will be doing lots of demonstrations of diff- of different issues in terms of here's how you tap and here's what you say and everything else and my experience with Annabelle is such that um, these are kind of global general um, uh, tappings and because I've seen you at work, uh, Annabelle, in some of the courses that you've done, and, and also just you know before, or after we're on the air, you know, with me, and I can see that one of the things that is very, very important with EFT is if you're doing it with a practitioner such as Annabelle, she can see or you know observe in my behaviors and in my words and everything else, ah, here's kind of where the issues are ask some questions get a little more insight and then let's deal now is that kind of what we're talking about yeah yeah actually it is a lot more like what we're talking about than i wanted to actually say thank you very much and now let's do the tapping on that and so it goes at a a way deeper level and uh the cool thing is because i've done a a number of other types of healing modalities and (laughs) and what's really nice about eft is there's no yelling and screaming uh you know gnashing of teeth going through boxes of kleenex uh, breaking boards uh, walking on fire any of these sort of things nice gentle and effective
1: well you may go through some kleenex when you're tapping scott no don't tell me that (laughs) (laughs) releasing comes in all different ways but yes, right. I think uh, you, w- the point you made about um, directing is is huge too, uh, 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 because um, I, I think the actual tapping part of EFT uh, is the is the application. But I mean, the essential part of EFT for me is what I call being the creative detective. So as, asking appropriate questions so that we can get to the core issues straight away and then tap on the answers that come up. Uh, so, yes. as I've always said uh, to you in our podcast, whatever's showing up is the symptom. We've got to get to whatever the core issue is. So, the symptom could be I smoke, um, I, I want to reach my goal weight because I'm overweight, or I'm ill, or I'm broke, uh, or I'm unhappy for whatever reason. These are all the symptoms. So, what, what has created this situation in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not so easy to be so insightful to, uh on our own in that way and i think that's why it's essential to uh to use a practitioner because they will be able to draw those answers out
0: uh, yeah absolutely i totally agree with that so annabelle if somebody wanted to uh, get a hold of you and find out more about eft and maybe how you can work with them what could they do
1: they can go to my website scott um, i'll give you the address it's Com, and uh, on there you'll find lots of resources I've got audios I've got articles and there are lots of tapping transcripts so where to tap and what to say on a range of many issues Um, and I also have uh, my regular newsletter Um, also I'm now creating a series of YouTube videos uh, which are coming out and uh, I on my newsletters I always uh, notify people and tell them when when a new video is up and running Um, and of course I do offer a 30 minute phone consultation which is completely complimentary and you can uh, speak to me about whatever is concerning you and we can use some eft on
0: that wonderful so thanks for joining us everybody you've been listening to the eft healing center online radio network and we'll see you next week bye bye